0: Welcome to another edition of Revealing the Diamond. I'm your host, Tiago Prem Singh. This episode, we're talking about elevation, the ability to see the blessing in the challenges of life. Before we get to the episode, I'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsor Seed. They make these incredible hemp pants. They're designed in Canada, super stylish and sustainable, good for the planet Earth, uh, healthy to wear on your skin, when you're practicing kundalini yoga, it's great to wear natural fibers. And beyond kundalini yoga, when you're out there in the world, it's great to wear natural fibers and allow the electromagnetic field to extend out and the world can experience your radiance. So thank you so much, Seed, for all you do and for supporting us and for making me look so stylish in my Seed pants. I wear them in a kurta. I wear them in a rock and roll t-shirt and everything in between. And they're great. You know, they're stretching them so you can do them, wear them for yoga, rock climbing, skateboarding whatever it is uh, that you practice so check out the seedstore.ca or give them a follow on instagram Um, we really appreciate everything that they do to support this podcast that being said if you need to get in touch with me you can get in touch at Prem at dharmatemple.com. you can also dm me on instagram regarding anything that we talk about uh, or one-on-one work or uh, there's lots of opportunities uh, to spend time in study uh, with me over the next little while. We have a new course starting February 4th It's called Dharmic Devotion. It happens every Tuesday and it's at 6 p.m. Pacific. It's a live Zoom class where you can, it's interactive, so there'll be opportunities to share and ask questions. And every month, uh, this particular offering will be a, a different topic. So the February topic is on emptiness. Um, I'm really excited to share this with you. It is an opportunity for people who maybe don't have uh, the resources at this point in time to commit to a one-on-one mentorship. Uh, This provides the opportunity for more face-to-face time at a price point that is reasonable. It's $99 for the whole month, so that's $20 a class. Uh, The other option is you could sign up through Patreon. Uh, We have a Patreon channel, so patreon.com backslash Tiago Prem Singh, and on there for dollars you can get everything that's available for regular patreon members which means a minimum of four full kundalini yoga classes a month and the video format of this podcast plus for the hundred and eight dollars you also are added uh, into the uh, dharmic devotion course so Lots of opportunities for study. Uh, I know it's a lot to take in over audio. If you want more information, just reach out or check out my Instagram, there's information on there. Um, I'd be happy to respond to any questions you have about that course. And I'll look forward to seeing some of you. I know some of you have reached out about the course already and I look forward to seeing some of you on February 4th for the start of the Dharmic Devotion course. All right, well, I think that's enough uh, intro for now. So, elevate, see the blessing in the challenge. In this episode, we talk about Yogi Bhajan's um, sort of manifesto. I guess it's not really a manifesto, but his motto, his motto for what it means to be a great teacher, and that's the poke, provoke, confront elevate i love this teaching and i feel like in this episode we break it down to what exactly did he mean in saying this and and it's a teaching that you know i learn more and more about as time goes by uh, but i definitely notice that the most important part of that equation is elevate 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 we talk about being the attraction and the traction of change, meaning learning to represent the positive and to see the positive in the world that is filled with all kinds of negative and all kinds of pain and suffering. And that's not easy to do, but uh, we have the capacity to do it, and then we can be attractive in doing it, and and that magnetic quality of seeing the light in the um, darkness—it's contagious. People see it, and they think, "Oh, wow! How can how can you be?" You know so positive about what's happening, and and some people, not from you telling them what to do, but just from how you show up, uh, some people will be inspired by that. That's the attraction part in the traction of change that needs to happen on this planet. Uh, We talk about the benefits of the pause that comes from the practice. We talk about pain and pleasure. They're always coming. They can't be avoided. What are you going to do about that? We talk about moving beyond blame. We talk about sitting with challenges and recognizing that any emotion if left long enough, this teaching from the Buddha, any emotion if left long enough uh, will turn into uh, joy or you'll see the underlying layer is joy. We talk about how the guru is always talking to you and sadhana is your commitment to listening. This is one of my most favorite uh, practices and reminders that I bring up in my daily, uh, especially early in the morning when I don't feel like getting up to practice. I remember it's this commitment to listening, to hearing where to place myself in relationship to my dharma. And lastly, we talk about how to pray. That's, you know, not like these are the rules and you must do this and you must do that, but more about, you know, Becoming more aware of your relationship to a prayerful life, based on your own conditions and what makes sense for you. So I think uh, I think that's it. Let's get to uh, the teachings right here on revealing the diamond. Elevate. See the blessing in the challenge. Satnam. Yeah. Uh, you ever heard the yogi G say, "Be the forklift." You know what that means. It means you meet people at their level and then elevate them above you. <laughs> you know. And I heard him say that he said, I think some people confused my words because a lot of people are quick to poke, provoke and confront. And that's the end of the equation. Or there's like a little garnish, you know, they put the parsley on the <laughs> side of the plate like that's the elevate. <laughs> and he said, Just to be clear, it's more like this poke, elevate, 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 provoke, elevate, 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 confront, elevate, 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 elevate. elevate. (laughs) You know? Because if you look out at the world where we live, like everybody's real quick to point out the problem. You know? And that's a natural mental response. We hold on to negativity and the positive things are really easy to lose sight of for whatever reason. You know, like the negative part of the mind is like Velcro and the positive part of the mind is like Teflon. You know what Teflon does? Nothing sticks to it. You know, and the example that I give is that if somebody came up to me after this session and said, That was an amazing session. Thank you so much. You're a wonderful teacher. I'd be like, Yeah, thanks. And then by like Saturday, I will have forgotten that, you know, to be honest. Unless they really poured on thick, but you know, <laughs> probably not, you know. But, but if somebody uh, came with the polarity of that and said, you know, that was just awful, I'm never coming back to this place ever again, I would remember that probably for the rest of my life, you know. So there's something going on there. And so the natural tendency is to notice the problem for, for the collective consciousness. And have you heard of these three areas of the mind that we teach in kundalini yoga? So actually there's 84 facets of the mind, but we won't even cover that in two hours on a Wednesday night. But those can all be broken down into three categories and the categories are positive, negative and neutral. Simple, right? And everybody is more prone to be uh, positive or negative, you know? Like in my relationship with my wife, I'm the positive and she's the negative not not because she's bad and I'm good, but I tend not to see any danger. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. What's What bad could come out of this? Let's just go, you know, like, and, and that's, a, that's good sometimes. And other times, you know, <clears throat> not so good, <laughs> you know. And, and then with her, like, she may see like a problem, like, oh, we shouldn't do that. And that's good too, you know. And but if it's uh, out of harmony with what's really going on, then she sees danger everywhere, and that's not good. That's a hard life. Is that making sense? And then, so everybody is more prone to one or the other. And, and then there's another part of the mind called the neutral mind, which is activated through practice. It's the meditative mind. Teachings say some people are born with that, but it's very rare, you know, it's developed. And the neutral mind is taking information from the positive and negative. So if you all have done some kundalini yoga or meditation and you're, if you have a consistent practice, you notice there are moments where like something is happening, like maybe a disagreement or some kind of moment of pressure or stress and there's like a pause. It's really short, it's not like 60 seconds long or anything, it's really short, but enough to be like, oh, should you say that? And then you choose, right? That's the benefit of the practice, that little pause. That's the neutral mind. You know? And the way that it's activated is through, you know, as you're saying, holding the arms up, like if you're doing some, say you're doing like a three minute plank posture or something, and, and, you know, your negative mind's got all kinds of stories about that experience. But the challenge is, can you find a place of neutrality with it? It's not like, you know, kill yourself to do the asana, that's a different kind of yoga. But, but it is like, all right, I'm here, I'm having this experience, can I make peace with it? And it develops neutrality. Doesn't negate the fact that it's painful. It is painful. Pain's coming no matter what, you know? If you are looking to uh, have a life pain-free, it's gonna be a tough life. My first meditation teacher, she said, you wanna be enlightened in this life? I said, yes. She said, are you sure? I said, yes, more than anything. She said, all right, I'll let you in on the secret. I said, what is it? She said, pray for more problems. I said, no thanks. <laughs> you know, that's the reality, though. Pain is coming. And pleasure is coming, too. Just the nature of it. But can you make peace with it? And if you look out at the the world that we're in, you know, like all this finger pointing that's happening, it's these people and these people and those people did that and these... This has been going on and on and on and on for ages with humans. You ever heard the story about when Jesus steps in with a woman who is about to be stoned for committing adultery? Yeah. Right? He steps in between. He's a great uh, yogi, just like you. And uh, he steps in and he says, what? Uh, exactly. It, whoever hasn't done anything bad... Go ahead, and no one can go. But people are so quick to look at you know, the faults in others, and it's not really their fault that they do that. Like I said, there's some kind of natural conditioning. You know what it's the fault of? Millions of years of repeating that behavior. You know, Like, put your, put your hand up if your parents are not very judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. One out of, you know, you know. It's pretty rare. Isn't it? You know. Or, you know, if you feel like I'm not really that judgmental, but it always sneaks through and it's from conditioning. And that's the the elevate part. It's like Yogi Bhajan you say, if you can't see God in all, you can't see God at all. You know, if if everything is the one, as you're saying, if everything is the infinite, then even the thief is the thief of the infinite. And when you see it like that, it brings compassion. But if you think, it doesn't excuse the behavior. I'm not saying like, yeah, whatever, just do whatever. It means you're the one, you know. Murder of the one, you might as well, but it's not like that. Make sense, you know, but you start to see things like that. Uh, and you start to notice the the nature of duality, so the nature of duality is every ha- action has an equal what? Right, every action has an equal reaction. So if you have a problem, what is there always? Science, you know, and how do you see both at the same time? Bless you. Neutral mind, right? Trust. Just wait and see, you know, that's a good one. Drives kids nuts, (laughs) you know. Dad, can we do this? Just wait and see. <laughs> you know? And I think, like, I was listening to this scientist today on the a podcast, and he was talking about, you know, how people feel like they have to really, like, go through the suffering and, the, and grief, and that has to be the focus, and in doing that, then they'll be free. And there is some truth to that, but the challenge I think is, is that your body knows what it needs. And the challenge with that is that are you listening to your body, the actual intelligence, which is the One, the Infinite that is in all things, satanam, the sound of truth that is in everything. Are you listening to that? Or are you listening to the conditioning of millions of years of decisions? You know, Like everybody says they're not gonna be like their mother. And then what happens? You, I know you don't want to admit it, but some little bit of that part you didn't want to be like squeaks through despite all of your effort. Happens with my wife all the time, but guess what? Never tell her. (laughs) I'll learn that too. But it's coming through, it's karma, okay? So are you listening to all of these years of decision-making and thinking? Or are you listening to the intelligence that is sustaining all of life? And if you're listening to that, you'll know whether you need a really like intense response or you'll know when joy will serve you best. And generally, joy is going to serve you best most of the time. The Buddha, he taught this, that at the base of every emotion, the base coat is joy. And if you sit with any emotion long enough, It will turn to joy, you know. My mentor who has been doing this practice 50 years. He sat at Yogi Bhajan's feet. He met Yogi Bhajan in 1969 and did not leave his side until the day he died. And he said when he was young, like me, he would get all worked up about all sorts of problems. And he would go in to see the Master And he'd say, oh, yeah, you know, this and that, and this is driving me crazy, and this person, all that finger-pointing, poking, and kind of behavior. Now people do it all over the Internet. They don't need to do it in person. They just do it online. Right? So, So he went in all flustered, and Yogi G goes, sit down and shut up. And so he did sit down and shut up, but wasn't happy about it. And he said, bolt your butt to that mat and do not move until I tell you. So he listened, despite all of his anger. And then you know what Yogi Bhajan did? He went to sleep. (laughs) And what happened to that anger? Eventually it just went out. And then when Yogiji woke up, he said, so what was the problem again? (laughs) He said, I get it. Thank you, sir. That's the end of the story, right? But we need to learn to go through the pain. Go through the emotions. Go through the polarities, but do it from a neutral place. And then as a yogi and as a person who's connecting to This sound current to these mantras to these teachings to the guru to the sound of truth Uh, Learn to notice that there's a lot of healing that needs to happen from all that conditioning karma that I said There's a lot of healing that needs to happen not saying just pretend the pain's not there. That's not you know, that's a uh, Ineffective relationship with a positive mind. Let's just ignore it. Why not? It's not that but it's also not go- going to the point where everything is a, such a problem that you can't see That there is a solution in everything that the infinite is in everything And that's the brilliance of Grunanek, you know, it's like I love the story about when they're walking him and Mardana are walking and they come to this place along the road where there's a supposed murderer who lives in this house House And he's built a mosque and a Hindu temple. So people will come in and pray and then when they're in there praying He kills them. That's the legend that they hear and they come across this property while they're in their travels and Mardana says We should not go in there. It's a bad idea And Nanak says why he says well, there's somebody who's gonna kill us if we do and Nanak goes we have to go. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I don't think you understand. Like, we're in serious danger. And he said, if somebody is tricking people to come in and pray and killing them, they need our help. We should go. No, that's the elevator. Sounds crazy, right? But I look out into the world and I see all the pain and suffering. And I feel the pull to join in on the finger pointing. But here's the deal, the Guru, the sound of truth, the guiding principle, is always talking to you. And your sadhana, your daily practice, is a commitment to listening. And if you do that daily sadhana, even just a little bit, you'll start to hear that pause. And you'll start to recognize that if you know how to listen, the teacher Ram Dass, he said, if you know how to listen, Everything is the teacher Everything I found that to be true You know But how do you listen? Nanak said that right the only way to dissolve pain and suffering in this life is through Sunye Means deep listening. It's the only way Who am I in relationship to this? Where should I place myself in relationship to this show me the people you want me to talk to. Show me the places you want me to be. I'm open, guide me. That's the practice. But we're very stubborn, you know. So we have to put a little pressure on the system. And guaranteed every time the voice will come through if you get quiet enough and listen. Should we try it? Thanks again for listening to Revealing the Diamond. If you'd like to get in touch with me for one-on-one work or to get involved in our monthly Dharmic devotion course, you can email me at tiagaprem at thedarmatemple.com. To be a regular monthly contributor and receive classes and playlists and videos, that sort of thing, you can always sign up through Patreon at patreon.com backslash If you are in Vancouver or Calgary, you can come and spend some time with us at our Dharma Temple locations. You can also check out thedharmatemple.com to find out more about that. On Instagram, I'm tiagaprem or check out the Dharma Temple on Instagram. And lastly, YouTube. We have a YouTube. That's a great way to connect with these teachings in video format as well at youtube.com backslash Tiagaprem Singh. Thanks again for listening. Satnam.